Welcome back, everybody, to Brewing Bright Minds Podcast. I'm here with Miss Dawn. Hello. And we have a very special guest, Miss Brooke, here Hello. today. Do you feel like when you say, be kind, be respectful, um, we're all best friends, even though that's very simple terminology, mm-hmm. do they get it? Do they understand that? And do they know how to practice that? They do. Yeah. And then it takes a lot of praise on mm-hmm. our end. And anytime we see a kind friend doing something, automatically stopping what you're doing and giving them a high five or a sticker. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then now they'll say to each other, that was really kind that you did mm-hmm. that for me. Um, so they do totally know what it means. It has to be modeled 24 mm-hmm. seven and it needs to be reinforced. I have, I have it on my board right now, my teaching board, like our rules. We talk about it every morning at circle time. Um, so I noticed that when I stop bringing it up, then we kind of have mm-hmm. a little bit of a harder time outside with each other or in the classroom. <laughs> um, just remembering those simple rules and just keep telling them and praising them for being kind. Mm-hmm. So essentially you set up these rules at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. but you don't just throw it out the window after the second week of school. You keep talking yeah. about it. Yeah. And then if we're not being kind, I will stop what we had planned. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back to being kind because I don't Mm -hmm. think you can do anything or Mm -hmm. teach anything if we're hitting Mm -hmm. each other or not listening to our teachers. And sometimes I'll use stuffed animals and I'll reenact it. Mm -hmm. And I did it a few weeks ago with the monster truck. The bunny took the monster (laughs) truck from the bear and they keep telling me like, that was not nice the bunny. And every time they see the bunny stuffed animal in the classroom, they'll bring it up. (laughs) Um, So sometimes I have to just like lower my expectations a bit and talk to their level yeah because if they're not listening to me maybe they'll listen to my stuffed animals a little bit more well it's really putting a mirror in front of their behavior because of course when they are in the emotions and in the moment um they're gonna react but if you put a mirror in front of them like look this is what you look like Mm -hmm. when you are behaving this way and that is not okay and first and foremost i love that first and foremost you are prioritizing the kindness the respect, because what kind of world would we be in if we prioritize that first mm-hmm. before all right. else? And so in the classroom, if we build those foundations and do that day to day, as much as it is taking away from possibly whatever lesson is going on, you're building in their mind that that comes first. Mm-hmm. That's your job first. And that will only help elementary school teachers mm-hmm. in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. If I send a kid yes. to kindergarten who's kind and respectful, that's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be, you know, the best helper in the class. So. Yeah, even just in beyond kindergarten, mm-hmm. all throughout elementary school and even mm-hmm. in upper, you know, middle school, high school, all of that stems from early childhood and who you are as an adult is from mm-hmm. the foundation of early childhood. That's why it's so important. You know, in the first five years, all of your you know, uniqueness and things that you've learned and your personality, it stems from how you were as a child. Yeah. You just want to be good human beings, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what every parent wants for their child. Yeah. Yes. And every teacher wants that for their student. They want them to succeed and yeah. become amazing individuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In their own way, in their own unique yes. way, but pulling out those strengths and building on those strengths and helping them identify and be more self-aware that these are your strengths and also these are the areas that we'll continue to work on so that it may become one of your strengths Mm -hmm. and you are, you're amazing. 
You're absolutely amazing just the way that you are and you're loved every single day. It's huge. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the the affirmations that you said that you do every morning are Mm -hmm. super important. And I've even seen now that teachers are doing like affirmation mirrors. Yeah, I have one of those too. In your class. Yeah. yeah, Even just like having the little words around the mirror so Mm -hmm. that when they're looking at themselves, they see that they are these words. That's so important. Let's build them up. Exactly. You're teaching them to talk to themselves in a way that uh, promotes kindness to themselves. I think that's even as hard as as it is as an adult, it's hard for us to talk to ourselves in a kind manner. So if we teach our kids to do that at a very young age, I mean, that's a huge life skill in itself. So I'd hope that, you know, new educators are keeping that in mind of you're not only teaching them just academics or just that social piece, but also how to view yourself and and carry that throughout your life. Yeah, absolutely. Those are all exactly what I want to do every single day. That's that's so amazing. What would you say are some of the challenges or struggles that teachers face when trying to set their classroom up for success, trying to, you know, maybe they're struggling with that culture. Um, what kind of advice do you have? How do you handle that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of struggles as a teacher. We could go on and on and on about the teacher struggles. Um, but I think just not having the support or having a teach co-teacher that calls out. Mm-hmm. And so it's just you. And so you're stressed and you have to get through lesson plan A, B, C that day. You want to get to all these activities, but you're stressed because they're hitting each other. They're mm-hmm. kicking each other. Mm-hmm. They're not listening. So I have a hard time passing up all the behaviors, just going straight to, well, we're still going to do our our cutting activity today and, you know, our sensory activity. Um, so I think just letting them know it's okay if you don't get to every activity mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. lesson plan. I can admit that there's days I don't get to everything mm-hmm. and that's okay. We'll make up for it on Friday mm-hmm. or plan lighter on Friday so you do have a little bit more wiggle room. Um, I think just reminding them, like, it's okay to make mistakes and also to put yourself out there to the kids. Like if I have a headache, I will tell my kids, I have a headache today <laughs> or I don't feel good. And then they know like she's a human too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or if they run me over with a bike and hurt my toe, I could say that hurt, please be careful. Mm-hmm. I have feelings, I have emotions. That's how you teach it back. So I think to a future teacher or someone who's struggling with the class, it's okay to struggle. We all go through struggles, but just keep every day aim for something higher Mm -hmm. or just keep plugging along and try something new. Um, I'm all about trying something new. When something's not going right, try it again. Try it a different way. Try to make it more engaging. Um, And that could help with promoting this classroom culture and creating this classroom management throughout the day. How do you build your relationship with a parent into more of a partnership? I love this one. Um, I think building relationships with families is one of my biggest passions. Um, The parents are the child's first teacher. So you need to work with them to provide the success for their child. Um, So I'm all about an open door policy. You can come in whenever you want. There's come come join the fun, you know, come for your child's birthday. Come Mm -hmm. read to us. Come Mm -hmm. see circle time. Um, And then just asking them questions at pickup time or drop off time. Mm -hmm. So I noticed this today. Um, Have you seen this at home? And usually they will provide feedback that you're like, okay, 
I can work on that. Mm -hmm. um, I had a child that had no words mm -hmm. when I got him. And I asked, you know, he's been coming here a month. Um, I have not heard any words. Is there any words he says at home that mm -hmm. I can mimic? Mm -hmm. And she was like, I was waiting for you to say that, actually. Mm -hmm. um, he has no words. So right there was a partnership between us. And I was like, okay, well, we're gonna work on this. You know, this week we're gonna work on mom or ball mm -hmm. or teacher and see where we can get. Mm -hmm. um, but without that partnership, we would never be able to provide success for this child. Yes, because I think uh, what you would like taking place in the classroom, you want that follow through at home mm -hmm. as well. And that can only take place if the communication is there. And so that's a great note for teachers to keep in mind is that it's don't be afraid to go out there and ask those questions to parents. Maybe they feel like it's harder to approach you, so they wait for you to approach them. Mm -hmm. And it could be the simplest of questions that just kind of breaks the ice, but also shows the parent that you notice. I think the biggest thing is to know that you notice their child down to the small details and they'll grow to appreciate you more and and want to partner with you and give you more insight. All the little bits of pieces from home really drives your instruction during the day or even you know when they're having their challenges, it really informs you on how to approach those challenges in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And if you have open communication, they're more willing to work with you. Um, I've in the past told my teachers, you do not let a parent walk out of this room without greeting them mm -hmm, and letting mm -hmm, them mm -hmm say good morning to you and hear something about their morning. And then at the end of the day, you give them some positive feedback mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. their child. Even if you have something that is not so positive about the day, you're going to give them positive. Then you're mm -hmm. going to fill in that what we're working on. And then another positive mm -hmm. um, to let them know we're, we're a team. We're going to work together. We're going to we all have bad days. We're mm -hmm. all going to get better. Um, but if you don't have that communication with the parents and the first time you say something, they're like, whoa, you yeah. know nothing about my child. Right. Yes. It's totally. also important. I liked what you said about greeting the parent. And I was going to note that greeting the parent by name so mm -hmm. that yes. you are treating them as an individual and not just so-and-so's parent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so saying, you know, good morning, so-and-so. How was your weekend? How was your night last night? Have a great day. You know, something so simple, but having that intimate conversation so that those relationships can be built. Because if you just never go beyond, hi, have a great day, then you're never you're never going to get the little pieces of home life like you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And some of my favorite moments in the seven years of ECE are the families that mm -hmm. I've created oh, yeah. and the, with the children and all of that that comes with it. There's some hard moments with that, but it's actually some of my absolute favorite adventures have been with these families and who have now become part of my family mm -hmm. yeah because i've helped raise their most important exactly. possession yeah yes yeah yes. you you literally become a family you become <laughs> part of the family it a teacher is so important because of that very fact is that that's something that your child will remember forever hopefully or just for you know a very long time depending on how old they are um and just having a, a little member of the family outside of mm -hmm. the house, it's so important. And hearing about them, even after they graduate your yeah. class. Like I get texts all the time, like oh, yeah. so-and-so did this today, or they performed in the talent show, and we know that's because of Aww. you, because you built their confidence up, yeah. and things like that. I'm like, 
that makes my whole day, you know, or my whole year because all I want is for them to thrive. And I think about them and the fact that their families still think about me. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It starts with just a simple, hey, how are you? How was your yeah. weekend? And it, it builds into so much more. Mm -hmm. But it takes a lot of partnership on both ends. Yeah. And they like you're saying, whenever something amazing happens, they want you're the first they want to share it with. And then for you to be that valued is so special. And then when they're having challenges, again, they are coming to you because you know their child. You know them so deeply. And so what do you think, Miss Brooke? How should I approach this? And that's that's just such teamwork and something special. And then when they do hit their milestones or achieve something amazing, the pride that you feel together as a team mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. not measurable. It's mm -hmm. something so amazing that that you can only do in this type of setting. Yeah, and so worth it. Yeah, all the hard days are so worth all that yeah. and the big achievements that these kids have, so. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Miss Brooke, for joining us today. It was amazing to hear your insight on your experience in the classroom and teaching new educators of the future. Thanks for having me. 